episode 134 of the American Entrepreneur Podcast. Breaking out of the matrix. You ever notice when you play Super Mario, you beat that game? You guys ever beat that game? You beat Super Mario, you get all the way to the end. Beat like the final boss. Now you're the shit. But the funny thing is, and the problem is, you still don't break out of the game. So it's weird if you think of things in this way. Where no matter how many times Mario beats the game, he never breaks outside of the game. So your goal is your frame of reference. You should probably know that. The reality, the simulation around you, the confines of your own structure of your life are all in constriction to and limited to the range of your goal. The range of what you believe the reward of the game is will decide the rules and therefore the tools, tactics, and procedures and states of awareness that you'll be in when playing the game. But you'll never break outside of that game. And you should know that. See, there are two environments. And there is the shoe. And there is the mud. And when you step in the mud and lift the shoe, the mud now has a print and the shape of the shoe. And so you have two environments. Your outer understanding, direct environment, and your inner model of the environment. And these things are intertwined directly. So you should know that. You should certainly know that. How do you not know this? The outside world and your inner world are directly connected. And that inner world is a map that you've created of the outer world. They're directly related. And so you will never break out of the confines and the perspective the perception of your own goal. So where does your perception end and perspective begin? That's an important question to ask yourself. Where does your perception end and where does perspective begin? And so what you start to see here, you really want to pay attention to this, is that the outside environment creates your inner environment. So if you can control your environment, you can control your mind. Yes, I said it. It sounds insane. If you can control your fucking environment, you can control your mind. It's that simple. And so as human beings on this planet, we play these monkey games. And whatever game we're playing, just like Mario, whatever goal we have becomes our frame of reference. And so you got to think that you're always playing within the game. You're always a fractal within that game. And so eventually, this will bring you to life purpose. In my estimation, not only are you in the game, not only... Are you a part of the game? 
but you can create the game itself. And in my estimation, the quickest way to break out of your immediate perception, out of the frame of your own perception, and into perspective, is to change the fucking goal of the game. That's it, because when you play a game with people online, or you play a board game with people, everybody has the same goal. So every single person at that table is controlled by by their environment and they are controlled by their environment in the way that the game is now their frame of reference their entire mind has internalized a map of the outside world into their psyche and soul and consciousness and whatever it may be they are now playing within the confines of that game. So, by definition, the fastest way to go from perception to perspective is to change the goal of the game. And so everybody in Super Mario rushes to the end because the time limit gets the amount of coins or points, whatever they can gets to the end of the game and wins the map after map after map until they beat the game. <coughs> and that's the problem. What happens when you get to the end of that game? It just keeps looping and looping and looping or you got to stop playing the game. Something's got to give at that point. And so there's a video of basketball players, and they're playing on a court, and a psychologist tells them, count the basketball players. And they count all of them, and they go, okay. And he gives them the test, and he says, did you see the gorilla on the court? They say, what gorilla? The gorilla on the court. They were too busy counting the basketball players they didn't even see. A full, in-range, slow, normal-walking guy in a gorilla suit walking across the court. And so your goal is your frame of reference. I believe the religious books are teaching us about the rewards, and therefore, the reward that you follow will condition your mind to see the game a certain way. And so if there is a meaning of life, it perhaps isn't winning the game or getting to the goal... Maybe it's better enough as it is. You'll raise faster than anything if you just have a better goal. And so I was told by an ex-life coach who was life coached, who was a real estate agent, who opened up tons of restaurants and did all this in Atlanta's from the 90s to where we are today. The past 30 years, real estate and business coaching and his name is Mr. P. He owns Latai. Mr. P, if you're hearing this, all due respect, you are a badass motherfucker. That's all I'm saying, man. Badass guy. And uh, I want to tell you a secret this guy told me. That's okay with you. And so here it goes. 
He told me at one point, I said, give me one piece of advice as a life coach. Save me all the time in the world. Give me one piece of advice as a life coach. What's like the secret to it all? And he sat there for a second and he looked up at the sky, put his, put like his hand on his chin and put both of his hands up and he said, the larger your goal, the smaller your problem. And so this resonates with me as well. It's the same thing. It, it appears to be the same thing to me. It seems as though no matter how many years you work for $10 an hour in a row, no matter how many years in a row you play that game, you never change the variable of the fucking game, which is to make $10 an hour. You've decided, hey, that's what we're here to do today. Get this done on your end. Of course, and then the labor exchange, at the very least, is $10 an hour for me. I, I don't even like saying that. I feel like it's damaging my psyche to say that right now. Not in this economy. That doesn't make sense, logically. But you've decided that your goal is to make $10 every day, so any dopamine that you would get from the reward would all come from reinforcing the same goal that you have, which reinforces the same game that you're playing. And so what is a game that we can play or a reward that we can have that flips everything on its head? And so I think you are the game. I think that if you start with things like gratitude, and we know this, it's common sense to all of us. I'm not saying look at me. I'm saying look at that. We all know this. It's common sense. That if we have a better goal and we start with the day's awesome and then move forward through the day, the day just so happened to be awesome and work out. And so I think you have to have enough experience in life. And let me tell you, after seeing this from person to person to person, all the different types of goals people could have, persuading them from one decision to the next, thinking of their frame of reference and how they how they view the world... Um, let me just sum it up. You change the goal. You change the reward. You change the game. And so if my goal is to close $1 million sale in one second, I don't need to make a goal to work 10,000 hours a year. I don't need to, to, to put in a million hour weeks to prove that like you, you're playing the wrong game at that point. And so essentially what I'm seeing in the world is that all these people are playing their own games. One part of their mind is manufacturing them bullshit. The other part of their mind is buying it. It's from one of my professors in, at Atlanta Institute of Music, Bill Hart. I don't know if you made that up, but it makes a lot of fucking sense the older I get. And so the question is, are we consuming or investing? Are the games we're deciding to play consumptions or investments? Because just the nature of the game you're playing, the reward for you at the end, you could believe is a reward, but it's not a reward. It's a consumption, which sets you backwards. Maybe you can consume on the way, 
But having a consumption to be the end goal assumes possibly that you won't consume anything in the process. So you're thinking from an animalistic set of mind or set of set of thoughts and values where you're just like, I need the dopamine at the end. I need the dopamine at the end. I need the dopamine at the end. So I'm saying, are you against considering that it makes more sense to just get the dopamine at the beginning? Like bef- pre-action, pre-action. What about having the, the dopamine and the mental clarity pre-action? Wouldn't it make sense to kind of start from there because then you'd be in a state of mental bandwidth where every decision you made outward infinitely from that state was at its highest point of clarity. And so how do we do this? Well, you do it by changing the reward of the game. <laughs> because that's all our minds focus on anyways. <clears throat> so what is the reward of the game for you? What's the reward? I would say, okay, we're thinking like that again, animalistically. Let's say the reward for me would be, and again, it's not look at me, it's just look at that. Weird how that works. When the reward for me is gratitude... The game seems kind of easy and I get rewarded easier and I get rewarded more and the work is more fulfilling. And so the fact that I even have the luxury out of all the crazy, like I have perspective, the crazy shit that's happened in history and in life and to all of our lives and will one day anyways. And then to have this moment of this clarity that's, that's the rewards done. That's completely taken care of. This moment of clarity is the reward of life in its full essence. Now, the more that I try to condense it, the farther I get from the intuition of common sense. Because language is a barrier. And at the very least, language causes friction from reality to the next. And so you can condense these things and condense these things and you guys can waste your time and write it down and fucking make a like logical thing out of it. But I'm telling you right now that this level of awareness, which I don't always have, you can go ahead and listen to these podcasts like down from the past year and hear me in just like the worst moods with the worst fucking perspectives, with the worst take on life, with the worst fucking way things are going, just like the absolute worst perspective ever. And so what changed? I changed the goal of the game. I said, you know what? Money's not worth it. Money is... It's just, it's just money. It's not necessarily worth an exchange. I don't believe that. Everybody else believes that, which is really convenient for the people who make money. And I'm not saying I'm against that. I love our capitalist system. I think it's actually fucking awesome. I'm saying, guys, change the reward of the game. Make the reward gratitude. Isn't that a state that everyone wants to be in? Would you be against being grateful? How are you going to move forward in anything that you do coming from the lowest frame of reference? And so the worse mood you're in, the more susceptible you are to being influenced and persuaded into shittier goals. And the shittier goals you have, the lower your frame of reference gets, the harder things get, the less reward you get back internally and externally so at a certain level you got to change 
the reward of the game. That's the quickest way to change your perception into perspective, and that's the quickest way to break out of the matrix.